Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want to give you a couple quick points that are going to help you. I think they're awesome. And I want to start with this. You must remember this and don't forget this. Authority has been given for you first to take control of your life and then to externally use it in your life in the earth, okay? So I want you to look at this, this perspective today. We're going to give you a couple of points. What do you mean? God gave you and me biblical authority to rule and reign our own life first. Sometimes what happens is people are like, well, he gave me authority to take on the world. He did. But how many of you know sometimes you got to get the breakthrough within yourself before you're going to start taking on the world? And that's important because what happens is we don't understand biblical authority was given to us to dominate our own life. Once you realize that biblical authority has been given to you and me to dominate our own life, then we could take these external battles on. But before we ever get to these external battles, the enemy stuff, circumstances, all that, we got to get victory internally before anything ever happens. Does that make sense? Are you getting that? Like, because authority has been given to us for ruling and reigning our life, but if you can't rule and reign in your life, how in the world are you going to go out there and start ruling and reigning outside of here, man? You got to win the battle internally, man. So I want to just give you some quick points how this thing works. God gave you authority. Because, see, you got to realize something. Everything that happened with the fall, the mind, the will, the emotions, all that stuff, it has to be recalibrated now according to the Word of God to be safe. Okay? And you got to train yourself in the Word of God. You know, the voice of your conscience, we like to say, is the voice of your spirit. But if you don't train your conscience, the Word of God, it's not safe. Because now you're just living on morals, and morals ain't enough because morals need to be biblical. That's the problem we got in the world right now. They have no more morals. They're gone. Gonzo, man. Whacked out. So we have to have biblical, okay, understanding, and you got to basically say, okay, what's the Bible say? And then merge this thing in your, what, DNA and renew your mind because we gave up some stuff with the fall. Now everybody say, I'm a new creature in Christ. But you got to renew your mind to this new creature. Yes. Put on that new man. What's this new man act like? How's he walk? How's he talk? Right. Now, here's the thing, man. If you're not careful, you're going to walk and talk like Jesus some days, and then you're going to look like God knows what on other days. Because right. you're letting other stuff rule you. And where you win the victory is whoever is ruling you, spirit, soul, and body. Remember, I am a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. Whoever is ruling the house is dominating. And whoever's dominating is expressing. So if you don't get victory internally, it's going to be hard to win outside this thing. I'm going to show it to you. Look at this. We're just going to go right through the points. It's going to be easy. It's going to help you. Write this down. Number one, God gave you and me spiritual authority over our body. Write that down. Now you say, but Pastor Chris, what do you mean my body? How many of you know your body's got a voice? You want to know when you figure out your body's got a voice? The minute you go on a diet. You ever been on a diet? You ever decide to, like, cut back on sugar? You ever have one of these genius people come around you and go, oh, you're eating too much sugar? You ain't ever been around one of them? You ever, you ever go jack around with your macros? That's a real great experience. 
What's that mean? That means no carb, none of this fun stuff. Nick would ask me the other day, what's in your creamer the one time? Like, is that, I'm like, can you give me a break, dude? Can you just leave me alone? Can I just have creamer? Just leave, can I just have some creamer, please, with a little bit of sugar in it? You know, you ever, you ever go, you ever fast? How many like the 21-day fast we do? That's a great experience, isn't it? You don't think you got a body? You ride by that Krispy Kreme sign, and that thing's got an audible voice. Sounds like it came from heaven. Eat me now. Eat me now. I'm hot donut. Eat me now. You know you want one of those. It talks audibly. It's screaming loud and clear. You tell your body it can't have something. You ever tell your body it can't have something? I don't care what it is. If you tell your body today it can't have spinach, that goofy thing will want spinach all week long because you're goofy. And you don't think you're goofy, you're goofy. Because whenever you tell your body no, it wants. I'm telling you, sir, you don't think your body's got a voice? Oh, you don't, you don't think your body said today, hey, hit the snooze button, let's just roll over. We don't really need to go to church today. It's not that big a deal. Pastor Chris will never know. It'll be okay. You don't think you got a body? You got more excuses. Your body tells you, oh, you didn't rest enough. Take Sunday off. Oh, my God in heaven. Glory to God. You got a body, man. It's talking all day long. It's talking internally. And half the time we're lying to ourselves. If you don't think you got one, it's trying to make excuses for everything it wants to do and then tell you it's okay, sign off on it. Because your body needs your spirit to sign off on it so it can do it. Yeah, that's great, ain't it? Because you're a brand new creature in Christ, you have the power to say no. But through intellect and reasoning, your body tries to get all these answers to come and show up and con you into doing what maybe you don't want to do, and next thing you know, it's got you, because now instead of being spiritually minded, we're being fleshly minded. Oh, it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what? Okay, I know this is new, but guess what you got to do? You got to start refuting those arguments internally with authority and saying, nope, this show's over. The Apostle Paul shows us how to do this. Look at 1 Corinthians and look what he said and look at how he wrote it because it's huge. I put in the Amplified Classic because I like it. It reads more clear. It says, hey, do you not know you're in a race? Wow, we're in a race? I didn't know. I thought we were going to church. No, you're in a race. And in a race, everybody's competing, but not everybody wins. Isn't that good? There you go. That, we should bring that to the Little League, right? Everybody gets a trophy. Oh, my God, give me a break. A participation trophy. Shut up. What is wrong with this? Oh, my God. You're making these kids so soft. No, somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. You cry when you lose, and that makes you want to win even more. You know what? I should run for president. You got my vote? Will you vote for me? Good, thank you. Good answer, Sam. God Almighty, right? Are you here? Are you getting this? No, Bible says even right here, there's only one winner. You know what I mean? Okay, sometimes, whatever, you got to be let down. Everybody got to lose sooner or later. I don't like losing neither, but as long as you do your best. So run your race that you may weigh hold of the prize and make it yours. Watch this, 25. Watch this, it's going to keep going. Not every athlete who goes into training, I love this. Not everybody that trains conducts himself temperately and restricts himself in all things. That means some of you ain't really training. You know what I'm saying? You're walking around, you're goofing off in your training. You ever go in the gym and watch those people goof off? You know what I mean? Walk around with a water bottle for nine hours, thinking they broke a sweat. Yeah, you've been here for nine hours, bro. Yeah, you got on a machine for three minutes, and you drank 42 gallons of water, 
and you think the machine did the work because you came in the building. Getting in the building doesn't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Some of you like me. Some of you are mad at me. I don't know. I've been, yeah, it's a lot, 9 o'clock, you're mad at me, man, a little bit. Do you feel it? I can handle the pressure. Don't worry about it. All right? So listen, everybody doesn't, just because you get there doesn't mean you did anything. He's saying, hey, get ready to make sure you do something. Look what he says here. He says, that, watch this, though. He said, hey, he said, they do it to win a wreath that's going to wither away. But we do it to receive what? A crown of eternal blessedness that cannot wither. This is a big prize. You're running after a big prize, man. You're running after the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, watch this, though. I love the Apostle Paul. Look what he says. This is, he's rough. I don't run uncertainly without a definite name. He knows where he's going. I do it with intentionality. I do not box like one beating the air. He's like, I'm not playing games, man. Right? Striking without an adversary. Even though your adversary is invisible, he's real. So you got to be on target with your punches, right? Watch what he says there with his body. But like a boxer, I buffet my body. That means he beat himself. Now let me explain that. He disciplined himself. He said, look, man, I'm going to make myself read. Church, don't talk like this enough. Make myself pray. Pastor Chris, you wake up every day and want to pray? No. You want to wake up every day and read? No. You want to wake up every day and pray in tongues? Absolutely not. You make yourself read. You make yourself. What kind of relationship is that? It's marriage, man. Wake up. Come on. That was funny. You should have laughed. Right? What do you mean? You wake up every day and be like, oh, I'm so glad you're here today. Give me a break. You know what I'm saying. You do life. You do life with God like you do life with people. You know what I'm saying? Some days you wake up, it's like, oh, great. What would he do that day? You're up. <laughs> Come on, man. This ain't mean or something like that. You know how you have intense fellowship once in a while? You don't have intense fellowship? We've been doing really good with no intense fellowship. We were, praise God, I guess I finally trained you. Praise the Lord. It's been that was funny, too. You should have laughed. Yeah, guys are missing all my jokes today. Praise the Lord. Took me 20 years, but I got it done. Come on, man. Stop. Laugh. Look at the wall right there. God Almighty, you guys are rough. Discipline it through hardship. Subdue it. Why? He's saying this. He's like, I don't just aimlessly go at it. He said, I buff in my body. Question. What do you mean I? This guy's third party talking like his body's not him. Absolutely. He knew it. Your body is not you. And this is the biggest problem we got with this America we're living in that I love. But these idiots, and leave me alone. Let me say what I want to say. Me and God got a cool thing. Pastor Chris, you're not supposed to say that. That's in the Bible. Don't worry about what I say. Me and God will run the way we run. He can yell at me when he wants. He can discipline me when he feels like it. I'm okay with it. But they're idiots. Okay? So leave me alone. I didn't say you could say it. Let me say it. Because what they're doing is this. They're saying, what does your body say you are? What does your mind say you are? That's what you are. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Okay, so you cannot let anybody be body ruled because one minute you're thinking one minute thing and you're thinking something else the next minute. That is why you do not let kids decide because every 15 minutes they don't know what's going on. This is why these morons need to shut up and let somebody that's got spiritual sense run the place and not these ding-dongs. Thank you. I don't like what you just said. I don't really care. There's the door. You go to the back, you go right, you make another right, and you walk out the double doors. You got it? Okay? Everybody down? Clap if you like. I don't really care. I'm going to need the room in here. Why? Because, listen to me. I'm being straight. No. My body, my body doesn't want to do nothing. And the Apostle Paul knew this. Put your body under. 
authority of the Word of God. Remember the Roman centurion? That's why last week, that's why you got to keep up. You got to come every week or listen to the video from last week. Why? The Roman centurion, that guy got it. He said, all right, wait a minute. He said, whatsoever that guy says, Jesus, I've been here. It's a scary place to be. Most people don't go there, but I'm just telling you. You've ever been in an atmosphere where the next thing that comes out of someone's mouth, you don't care what it is, you're going to do it? It's scary, man. You got to trust God big time. I've been in a meeting one time. I said, whatever that guy says, I'm going to do. Before he opened his mouth, I said, oh, my God, I pray to God. Because when you get serious with God, you get better at following instruction real quick. And what, that's, play, that's what that Roman centurion said. He said this, I don't know much about this Jesus guy, but I know he's Lord in my moment. And here's what he said. Whatever that guy says, Jesus, I'm going to do. Whatever he tells me to do, it's as good as done. Because I understand when the general speaks, I don't ask questions. I just do what he told me to do. Amen. Take Amen. the. You see that? You seen those things? Like those soldiers, man, when they had to go fight those battles, and I've watched some of that stuff. You watch like Iwo Jima. You watch all that stuff. Man, you watch when they hit the beaches in Normandy. That ain't no joke, bro. That was like everybody's going to die. When you watch that, you knew when those guys came out of that, when they were told go and that door fell, those guys, it was an onslaught of just forget it. You don't even want to think about it. When you see the video of it, you just go, oh, my God, dude. You just knew. Bottom line, you're thinking, I'm going to die in the next five minutes. There ain't no way around this. But you took it like an order, and you took it like a soldier, and you went. That's what that Roman centurion was saying. He's saying, whatever that guy says, I'm doing it. And now Jesus said, I ain't never seen faith like this. Because he gave him his faith the moment he came under his authority. And that's the principle you got to get. Once you come under it, you get the faith. That's why the apostle Paul said this. He said, I keep under my body. I am the boss of my body. My boss is not the boss. My body's not the boss of me. I tell it what to do. I tell it what to get up. I tell it what to get I can tell it with this. I tell it with it. Why? And this we say, you talk like this, and everybody say, that's a, little, that's a little strange. No, it's not strange. It's spiritual. You get what I'm saying? So you cannot be flesh-ruled because if you're flesh-ruled, you're carnal. And if you're carnal, you're not spiritually-minded. You're flesh-minded. And if you're flesh-minded, you can't produce the right fruit. So what is he saying? What's the word of God say? Put your own body under. Now look at the last part of this. It's that last little part. Read this. What did he say? He said, I, well, he said this. No, uh, back last scripture. Like a boxer, I bu- thank you. I, bu- I, hand- I discipline it through hardship. I subdue it for fear after proclaiming to others, I myself should what? Basically, fail. Look at 28. He said this. Should be, I myself should become what? Next verse if you got it. 28. says this. Unfit. Not to stand the test. Be unapproved and rejected as a counterfeit. So the Apostle Paul's saying, look, sign up for the journey. This is it. You got to keep your body under. See what I'm saying? Because your body has a voice. And your body wants to do what your body wants to do. You cannot listen to the voice of your body and understand that's you. That ain't you. Apostle Paul said what? I keep under my body. I put, my, I put it down. I don't let it tell me what it wants to do. I tell it what it's going to do. See it? But Jesus gave you authority to rule and reign there. Ain't that good news? Well, I, I, don't want, I want to listen to my body. I want to do what my body does. Then you're going to be carnal. And if you're carnal... You cannot do this stuff in the right way. Look at Proverbs 14, 17. I'm just going to give you some quick scriptures. You all right here? Everybody hanging in there? Yeah, this is grow-up stuff. Know what I'm saying? 
This is grow-up stuff like, my body wants to eat Doritos and watch Netflix all day. Tell your body, shut up. You know what I'm saying? I told you that story about Brother Norval made me laugh. Ever tell you that one about him smoking cigarettes? Oh, my God in heaven. I told everybody in church this, but I got new people. Brother Norval, I said, Brother Norval, what happened? He said, did I ever tell you when I was smoking, I was smoking, um, he was, at that time he was smoking Chesterfields. They got no filter in them things. He grew up in tobacco, you know, tobacco country and all that stuff. I said, Brother Norval, tell me that story. I said, what did you do? What did you do, Norval? He said, I was smoking Chesterfields. I said, Chesterfield's the cigarettes with no, he has the cigarettes with no filter. I said, that's cute. I said, that must not be good. And all you smoking people need to quit, not because I'm a jerk, but because it's not good for you, all right? So whatever. I'm just telling you that for your own health reasons, not because, you know, all this vaping and all that. That ain't good for your lungs, man. Cut it out. You only got one body. Your body's not even yours, you know that? You, you need to understand it's the temple of God. You got you to stop that because here's why. I'm not picking on nobody, and everybody looks straight ahead so you don't think I'm talking to you, all right? <laughs> Reason why is your body's not yours. You only get one of them. Don't go jacking it up. You need it as an earth suit. Because once you lay it down, it's done. You don't want to be doing that stuff. It's unhealthy, okay? So he said, I'm smoking Chesterfields by the pack. And he said, I put them down one day. And he said, he said, that's it, no more Chesterfields. And he said, man, he got up and them and cigarettes were screaming. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. Rebuking it. No, no, no. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. No, no, no. I bind you. I break your power, devil. No, no, no. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. All day long. I said, shut up, buddy. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. Give me a Chesterfield. And after about six hours of telling no, 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 his body said, okay, just give me a Marlboro. That'll be good. <laughs> Funny, right? Your body's slippery. Sneaky little joker, ain't it? You know, you're inside. Mine's over there. I was like, give me Ben and Jerry's. Give me Ben and Jerry's. No! <laughs> Behind me, devil. Now I got a creamy. Glory to God for that thing. Man, it's protein. Sam, you'll love it, man. You come by, I'll have a creamy. Hey, you put it in a ding. It's a ninja. It's great, man. You get all your protein. I can eat all the ice cream I want. Praise Jesus Christ and Nazareth. Amen. Pop that shit. I don't know what's going on today. Just work with me, okay? You guys are like the 9 o'clock people wearing me out. Laughing at none of my jokes. Glory to God. Amen. Look at this one right here. And what? An impulsive person has a short fuse. Oops. And can ruin everything. But what? The wise show self-control. Oh, God, I need this scripture in traffic. Come on. Right? An impulsive person has a short fuse and ruins everything. But the wise people got to, you got to be in control of your body. Right? Ain't that true? Because if we weren't in control of our body, we'd all be down at Target slapping everybody. Come on, guys. You know, it's true. We'd be going off the rail, just slapping all those dummies. Think this is cool. That was funny, too. You missed another place to laugh. Where would you be, right? It's free open slap day there. Management right down to the president. Slap, slap, slap. Come on. What are you guys thinking? Right? But no, you know what you do? You control your body. Otherwise, Why? We'd be bailing you out. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So what am I saying? You got to understand, you can't just let this thing rule. Because some of you go buy a monster truck, and in traffic, you just hit the throttle and ride over all the slow cars. That's a great, that's a dream come true for me. I'm ready to get David to build me one. Just let me, David, build me a monster truck. Daddy's going to build me a monster truck, and I'm going to slam it in gear and ride over all the little cars. I'm going to honk the horn and tell him, get out, because here I come. Get out quick. Why? I'm coming. No, I can't do that. Otherwise, you'd be bailing me out. Oh, my God. Relevant when you get with it today. You can't be carnal. You got to stop. You can't be fighting with everybody because you're mad. Oh, God. There you go. 
Look what Proverbs 25, 28 says. Right? Can't be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Got to walk in love. Oh, God. Smile on your brother. Let us love one another right now. If you live without restraint, you cannot control your temper. You're as helpless as a city with broken down defenses, open to attack. So what does that mean? You got to be in control of your body, your soma. That's what the word body means in Greek. I'm trying to be cool, right? Work that PhD I got. Gigi asked me today, she goes, are you a doctor? I said, yeah, I got some paperwork that gave me some. I don't even, not like I can't write your prescription. I could try, but I don't think it'll work. That's practicing license without it, right? That's bad. I get in trouble for that, right? Yeah, a friend said no. Legal counsel said no, I'm not allowed to do that. All right, right? But defense, open to attack. What's that mean? Control yourself. It's your body. It's your, your spirit. God gave you authority to control. There's nothing that, listen to me. Now, listen, some of you are battling some stuff. You may be battling addiction. I'm not taking it lightly. I'm with you in this thing. You understand me? You might be battling your mind, body, whatever it is. There is nothing that is coming against you that you do not have control over if I teach you these principles. Amen. You'll win every battle. You'll tell it no. I've been with people, man, struggling with stuff 30, 40 years. The minute, I, the minute you learn these principles, say, nah, it don't own me. I own it. You become dominate. You dominate your thoughts. Because your, your thoughts and your feelings are not you. That's what I'm keeping trying to tell you. It's deception of the enemy that they're pumping these kids and pumping everybody out there. Oh, did you feel it? It's who you are. No. You know how many feelings I got that are the devil? A day? That ain't God. You got to filter it. Go, where'd that come from? That came from hell. I ain't allowed to believe that. But there's no moral compass, so everything is open. That's why the word of God's got to become your final authority. Until then, we got problems. Okay, move on. You ready for these? Praise the Lord. Here. Write this down. God gave you authority over your soul. Now, this is big. Your mind, your will, and your emotions. If you don't have authority over your mind, we're going to have problems. Because you know what you're going to do? You're going to do what everybody does. You're going you're to let your mind dominate you, and now everything you think you're thinking is you. The devil, write this down. The devil's got three tricks, thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Did you get that? Devil's got three tricks. Everybody say thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Where did it come from? Thoughts, ideas, suggestions. Your head's an open container and they can come from anywhere. Did you think it? Open playing field. You know why? I asked God one time. I said, God, how come I got to think this stupid stuff? He said, the fallen man gave the devil access to everyone's mind. That'll never stop, but I gave you authority to overcome all of it. So we can stop it. But you got to discipline it. How do you stop it? You discipline it. You can't just let it go all over. Oh, that's, you know what I mean? You got to learn how to discipline your thoughts. If you don't discipline your thoughts, your thoughts will wind up disciplining you. You don't want to go there. So here's the good news. Everybody ready for good news? You got dominion over all this stuff. Yeah, this is cool. Check this out. See, remember that, that shallow, I talked about that shallow soul? Stuff, man, that was deep. Let me find that right for you. Because that was Mark chapter 4. In Mark chapter 4, verse 14, I found this in the Amplified Classic, I think it was. And I, this morning I messed it up. That was my bad. I should have fixed it. Um, because I was thinking about this because I got it in 417. It reads really clear, I felt. And I wanted you guys to get it. 
But then I, I didn't know where I got it from, so I still don't even know where I got it from, so I'm just going to read it. But read Mark 4, 17, anything you got, and then I'll read it how I got it, okay? He talks about the seed of the word of God, right? And he says there that they have no root in themselves for endure for a while, but then when trouble and persecution arises on account of the word, they are immediately offended, they become displeased, and they basically mess it up. I want you to look at 17 the way I found it. I don't even know what translation this is, but trust me, it's real. But there is a shallow soil of character that when emotions wear off and some difficulties arise, there is nothing to show for it. I like that word. This is not rough. Shallow soil of character. That's not mean you don't have good character. That just means your character's got to be based upon the word of God. Because when your character does it, gets twisted, like, almost feels like, why do I got to go through this? Why do I got to? Don't lose it just because it looks like things ain't working. The word of God's still true. Does that make sense? Because what happens is this. If you're not careful, your mind starts playing tricks on you and making you think, well, God can't be in this. Look at this mess. How in the heaven is God in this? Look what it says in Psalms 94, 19. Okay. Whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. Has your mind ever had so many busy thoughts you feel like you're out of control? Everybody in this building. But what do you do? You can't let it overwhelm you. The soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. What does that mean? You're going to have busy thoughts in your mind. You have to understand that the words of your mind must be refuted. You can't just let them come in there and just hang out. Don't let stuff take mind space in your life. You have to discipline it. I'm telling you it's true. Look at the next one, your will. Proverbs 5.23. You got you to get your will under. Those who choose wickedness Die for lack of self-control, for their foolish ways lead them astray, carrying them away hostages, kidnapped captives, robbed of destiny. Man, that's tough. Your will, willpower is strong. I don't want to do it. Man, if your body, mind's like that, your will, your soul is powerful, man. A human soul that doesn't want to get saved ain't getting saved. Spirit of God can manifest all that. God, man, no. You got to surrender these things. Not my will, but thine will be done. Well, that number one thing. Well, I don't want to do it. Well, your life is not your own. You, belong, you were bought with a price. You don't belong to you. You belong to him. That's the ben See, this is the benefit of heaven for people that get it. They, hey, man, my life ain't mine. I can't make my own decisions. But do you understand something? This authority helps you with spiritual growth. I know it's not like, oh, God, please tell me more, because it, it starts, it starts kind of ruffling feathers a little bit, but thank God you ain't a chicken. You know what I mean? You ain't got no feathers, right? But your mind's going like, man, I got this mind stuff, and this mind stuff is really speaking to me volumes. What do I do with it? You got to shut it down. My will does not want to do this. Well, guess what? I can't get to do what I want to do. I got to do what I have to do. You ever been there? That ain't easy. What are you going to do? See what I'm saying? 
Now, if you don't use authority, watch this. I'm going to go tell the devil. You can't even tell yourself. How in the hell are you going to tell the devil? You can't even control your own mind. Now you're going to go boss around Lucifer. No, I'm telling you this is true because you've got to get under authority before you have authority. You see it? You can, but it's a whole lot easier when you faced off with yourself. I said, thoughts, you ain't, th- you ain't allowed to think that. Now, you, man, you start to put yourself on. Body, shut up. Man, you know what times I tell my body, shut up a day? Shut up. You ain't going to do nothing. You ain't getting to do nothing. God, discipline yourself. You got to discipline what you hear. You got to discipline what you look at. I was talking to somebody. I don't know who it was. Somebody, somebody called me. They butt dialed me, you know? You know what butt dialing is? You know, they dial you. They don't know they got you. Man, this joker was screaming about me. I, I didn't know he was. This way back. Pastor Liz was with me. He talked about her a little bit. But, boy, he blew streak up and down. Boaz, man, this joker had me on. I was on his mind. Let's just put it like that. Cussing crazy. Cindy cussing crazy. He was a lunatic, right? And I got to see this joker the next day. Right? So I'm like, Cussing whacked out. He's dead. Blah, 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 blah. Three minutes of this. Or whatever it was. I listened to the whole thing. I laughed. She goes, what are you going to do? I said, I can't wait to see him tomorrow. I went in there. That joker didn't know nothing about it. I, it was the same guy I was three weeks ago. Because you all know you talked about me. Everybody in here probably talked about me. Y'all lie in church and now the fire is going to fall out the sky and hit your head. Y'all know you like past Chris too long. Boy, that joker took an offering for 45 minutes. I know you've been talking about me. Let it out, because I got news for you. I've been talking about you. I can't understand that dude. He's so weird. <laughs> Look, man, I'm down, right? Like, are you good with me? I'm good with you. She's crazy. You thought I was crazy. I think you're crazy, too. It's okay. Your name has popped up. It's all right. We're all good. We're under the blood, okay? Because if you don't get, look, if you don't get mad if you find out what I said, I won't get mad if I found out what you said. Let's just leave it alone. I'm laughing, though, right? I'm kidding. I don't talk about more. Well, some of you I do talk about. Let me see who you are. Once in a while. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't allow it to create something bigger because I said, body, you're not allowed to respond. I got a text. I got these people. People hear things in here. Oh, my God, I don't even want to tell you the things I hear. You said this. I said, did not say this. Oh, you're talking about me. Oh, my God, that's a big one. Were you talking about me? I said, no, I ain't talking about you. If I talk about you, I would call your name out and say, hey, Brian, I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about you. you. I thought you were talking about me. Big old spiel. Then there's people, they wrote me. They, I, had an e, I had a text. Oh, my God. Friend, I think you scroll it from here. to. It looked like the Dead Sea Scroll for crying out loud. You kept rolling and rolling. <laughs> so I get it, right? I felt it. I seen who it was from. I read the first line, and I deleted the whole thing. Right in front of Pastor Lewis. She goes, I don't know how you do that. I go, easy. Delete. <laughs> and I said, she looked at me. She goes, how did you do that? Why? I said, I don't like the feeling it brought when I thought about it. There's nothing edifying in it that I need to read, and I don't need it in my spirit. Amen. Amen. My friend in South Carolina says it like this. May the Lord be between me and thee, and may our paths never meet again. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Why? Because your body and your mind... And your will and your emotions have to be governed at all times. Now, I love people. We can have a problem and talk it out. 
but you get what I'm saying. Some of you, oh, uh, 73, this why are you letting stuff affect you from 25 years ago? Will you cut it out? I'm mad. I can't afford to be mad. It costs me too much in faith. I'm offended. I can't be offended. Why? It costs me too much in faith. I can't walk out of love. Why? I don't want to mess up myself. Come on, man. You got to get here. You got to start using authority to discipline yourself before you're ever going to put the devil in his place. Come on. Tell that joker I got power and authority over me, and now I got power and authority over you. Because you ain't going to put me on the sideline messed up. I'm going to win. See what I'm saying? Like the battlefield is internal before it ever becomes external. Once you win the internal battle, you start winning the external battle. Because you know what happens with you? Now, I'm not saying everybody. You get tough outside. You start throwing punches. Now, guess what the enemy does? He's like, oh, okay. I hope you packed the lunch because he ain't going nowhere right away. He's like, oh, okay. You fighting today. Let's see if you got the stamina to fight next month. I'm okay with you punching me in the face today. Let me see if you keep throwing that word as hard as you've been throwing it like you were when you were excited about it. Yeah. Uh, you better lick it. You better listen. Look and listen. You better look. Listen. See, because you all tough when you all loaded up. You know what I'm saying? You've been in the faith church. You all faith churched up and you all full of the Holy Ghost. And you've been in the seminar and you all tough today. And you start throwing down. I got you down, that Pop, 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 pop. They was like, okay, punch me in the face a couple of times. I'm going to be back in about six months. Let me see if you're this excited about that promise that didn't even move from heaven yet. And then you start vacillating internally with your authority like, I don't know, maybe it ain't happening. Shut your mind off. If you listen to what I'm saying right here, look, man, I've been doing this for a minute. If you listen to what I'm saying right here, you're going to get this because I don't care who you are. You could be oral stinking robbers. Everybody goes through this. Time starts getting involved. Stress, stuff, pressure. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, maybe, I don't know. Here's what comes in your head. Well, maybe God didn't say that. Well, I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe I got some sin. I know what he does. And now all of a sudden you were slinging that word and going at it. Now you like got second guessing this and you ain't as strong with your mouth. And you got authority though. You ain't hitting as hard as you were. You know, I was watching that boxing match. I don't know. I like boxing sometimes. I watch sports. I like all sports, right? And I watch it. It's funny, man. I, was, I seen a clip of the other fight, and the dude got tagged. He got tagged. He goes, and he got hit with the best. He said he hit me with his best. He ain't got nothing. The guy was in the ring with him, right? He got popped. Mike, he got caught with a right hand, would have knocked the normal guy down. But he got hit with his best shot. He just is that Garcia fight. He got hit with his best shot. He said, he ain't got nothing. I got him. He got popped in the face, boys. Popped right in the mouth. Square smack in the face. Bam! Knocked him right in the face. Dude got in the back. He's sitting in there. They're pouring ice on his head. He was smiling. He's like, he, that's all he got. I got him. He beat him. You want to know what? He hit me with his best shot, and his best shot isn't good enough. I'm stronger than that. I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. I got this joker. He hit me, but guess what? I might have fell. I didn't even fall down. He hit me with everything he got. That ain't enough to knock me out. I know I got him. He, was, he got punched in the face, and he knew he could win, and he did. You got to be strong. Not for a week, 
forever. So when you're in there and that thing goes, yeah, maybe God, maybe God, none. You open your mouth. Maybe God will do exactly what he said he's going to do. Shut up, mind. Shut up, body. Shut up, will. Shut up everything. Be quiet and tell the enemy who he is. You got to win this internal before you win the external. Look at this last one. Look at this one. You got to get your emotions. Wow, that's a tough one. Everybody say, where the girls? No, everybody's emotional, man. Look it. Look at this one. You got to get your emotions in check. Psalm 9011. Lord, who? Full, look at this. Woo, Psalms 9011. Are you doing good? You like this today? Ain't this good? Did you get what I was saying, though? Did you get what I was saying? Some of you think like I'm running around here like, you know, I'm hyper. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you're all tough, you know what I mean? I, I'm there too. Like, I'm bold, strong, God, we're healed, we're whole. And three months later, I'm like, God, where are you? And you got to be over there to be there. And you're like, you got to win that internal thing and then get external and be spitting the word of God. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. You got to get your angels, put your angels where. You know when you're real strong? Your confession's on it, man. 10, 15 times a day, you're saying it, saying, and you get it, you wake up on the Thursday, you're like, where's God at? Your head's like, oh, God, where'd you go? Oh, this is taking too long. Man, I got to slap, I slap myself. So I like getting up early and by myself. Shut up, man. I look in the mirror. That mirror is not there to look, that thing's not looking at my hair. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, I ain't got no hair, Sam. I got none. Right, you don't, don't laugh. You, got, you all got the same problem I got. I got a Boaz hair. If I had that kind of hair, I probably could be on GQ, but whatever. Right? You get what I'm saying? I got to beep. I got to get, get myself up. Shut up. I'm not talking to you, please. I'm not trying to be offensive. But are you getting what I'm saying? I got to get in there and sit down and look in the mirror and say, shut your mouth. Shut up, mine. You talking in the mirror? Yeah, why? Because sometimes it's good to see myself because he's my enemy. I have no, listen, I am not competitive. People say, you're a competitive pastor. Not, not against you. I am not, I am competitive, but not against you. I'm competitive against me. I'm trying to crush this dude every day. I wake up tomorrow beating him because he, he got, this guy's got to be better than yesterday. You live like that. You'll never, well, you don't compare yourself to anybody. All I got to do is beat that guy in the mirror every day. I get up. I got to be a day better, a day faster, a day more. A day, I got to push hard. Why? He's the only enemy I got. Why? The man of yesterday might keep me stuck in yesterday. I got to go find the man of tomorrow. So I dominate that guy. You, who you, you sound like you're talking to yourself third party. The apostle Paul did, and you better sue. Why? I keep my body under. Get up. Think right. Talk right. Speak right. Act right. Walk right. Be right. Do right. Do what I tell you to do. Pastor, Chris, you're crazy. No, this is how you got to get there. You say, hey, and you know what? If you had a bad day, you know what you do? Done. Can't do nothing about it. People want to live. Oh, I had a bad this. You have a bad game. Who cares, man? You know what I'm saying? You have a bad this. Who cares? You had a bad Tuesday. Big deal. It's Sunday. Let's go. The more you let time rob you of tomorrow, you're the one that's messed up. Don't go there. Look at his psalms. Did you find that thing, whatever one? Yeah, thanks, Mom. Look, look. The Lord who fully knows the power of your passion and the intensity of your emotions. That's just not God. He's talking about you. He knows. Ain't nobody knows what you're going through but God. He knows. And here's the cool part. 
He's cool with it. You can be mad as you can be mad as a hornet, man. God, I don't want to be bothered with you. Leave me alone. God's like, okay, I'll be back two days from now when you're ready. God does not quit on you just because you ain't feeling it. That's the good thing about God. You can be a mean, lead, he don't care, he ain't going nowhere. God, he changes not. Why am I telling you that? I'm telling you for this. Don't think nobody cares about what you're going through emotionally. I don't want you to become robotic. Like, Pastor, you're over there telling me my mind ain't my mind, and my feelings ain't my feelings, and my emotions ain't my mind. Well, who am I? You're the walking word. That's who you are. And the word became flesh, and the flesh dwelt among us. That's who you got to become. Now, watch this. Do not identify just with your feelings, because you got to filter your feelings to see if they're qualified to believe. Did you get that? Everybody say, filter my feelings. You got to filter your feelings. Because if you don't filter your feelings, you might feel anything. Is it safe? Remember I told you you got to teach your conscience? See, the conscience, your conscience is the voice of your spirit. But the problem is an unrenewed conscience to the word of God is not safe. So for a Christian, your conscience has to be taught the word of God. I was, you know who taught me that? Brother Higgins. He said this. When he said it, I disagreed with him. I said, that, that cannot be right. He said, your spirit has to say yes to everything you do in your life. Otherwise, you can't do it. I said, what did you say that for? He said, he said it like this. It was even bolder. He said, you have to sign off on your sin before you can do it spiritually. That's how I heard it. And I said, that's wrong. You know, he's absolutely 100% right. Because when your mind and your body or your will and your body or your soul and your body override your spirit, even though you've got God inside of you, you'll be down a road you don't even want to be on and didn't even know how you got there because you lied to yourself. So here you are, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, demon-casting out, supernatural being, but you can't get your body and your mind to agree, and therefore it has power in the house. Next thing you know, you're taking your body somewhere it don't need to be, and all the while you signed off on it because you don't think you got the strength to overcome it. Just You just got the wrong patchwork to produce what you want to say. So what do I got to do? Teach my body. Teach my mind. Tell my emotions. Tell myself who I am. Know ye not your body's a temple and you're not your own? You ain't living for yourself? Teach yourself what the Word of God says. So what you do, that's me. Pastor Chris, how we know you're right? You read your Bible. That's how you know I'm right. And what does, he said, put on this new man. What's this, who's the new man? That's the new you. New creature of Christ. First Peter 3, 4, the hidden man in the heart. That's the spiritual you. Oh, we're done. It's a lot. I'm giving you a lot. He said what? He said, train yourself to find out who you are. Who am I? You are what the word of God says you are. They ain't no other. You have no opinion. That's right. I have no opinion. All I do is say what the word of God says. You want to see it? She popped it up there. Let it be the hidden man in the heart, which is what? Not corruptible. A meek and quiet spirit. Who's this hidden man in the heart? The first Peter 3, 4 is the brand new you, the born again you. Your spirit gets born again, and the minute you get born again, the Holy Ghost comes and lives in your spirit. Now your human spirit is the real you. He took out your old, Ezekiel said he took out your old stony heart, and he put a brand new heart that's supple and pliable. Spiritual you. But you got to train you to the word of God. Remember when you first got born again? You became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, but you didn't know nothing about the Bible. That's why you go to church. So now I tell you who you are based upon the word of God. You go, I can believe that about me. Then you go back and read it and say, oh, yeah, I can. I'm a new creature in Christ, never been one like me before. I'm renewed in the spirit of my mind. Therefore, I know who I am. Amen. So if you renew yourself in your spirit, you are not your thoughts. 
You are not your will. You are not your emotions. You are not your body. You are not your mind. You are a spirit being. What were you born again from? The word. Let me ask you a question, okay? They kid around with me. Everybody kids around with me. Because Luca, he's, he's like he's ginormous, this kid. You know what I mean? He's just a big kid. You know, all my buddies are like, where'd the kid come from? And I was like, praise the Lord. <laughs> I got paperwork. I got paperwork. I mean, I, I, they bust my chops, you know, because he's like carrying me around the house. And he's just a big kid, you know. I'm his father. He was born of the seed. God's your father. You were born of the seed of the word. You're alive today because of the word of God. Amen. So when you really look for that identity link, you're getting what I'm saying? Where did he came from? He came from me and his mother. Where did you come from, the born again you? You came from the word. So he said, tell me, tell me, give me some family history. No problem. Where'd you come from? Heaven. What's my family history? That book sitting there. Go find out what you are. You're not what you think. You're not human. You're supernatural, man. You see, you see the link? We're identifying. The church identifies with stuff it shouldn't identify with. You should identify with the word and the word only. It's the truth. Come on, you did good today. That's a lot. All right, let me let you go. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, it's good stuff. You'll get it. Father, I thank you for these guys. I thank you, God. They're growing and growing and growing and growing, and they are not. They are not stopping to grow. They're learning, they're growing, and they're supernaturally getting to the level where you want them to be. Thank you, Father, for blessing them and keeping them. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.